0: The celebration of the Feast of the Epiphany, the Feast of God's self-revelation in Jesus Christ as a Savior for all people, it continues today with the Feast of St. John Newman, who was canonized in 1977. Listen to a few verses from the readings chosen for the Feast of John Newman. First, from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul writes, Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel! I have made myself a slave to all, that I might win over as many as possible. I have become all things to all people, that I might by all means save some. And from the Gospel of John chapter 10, Jesus said to his disciples, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I know my own, and mine know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father and I lay down my life for my sheep. In this season, this winter season of darkness, in this time of darkness in our world and in our country, still weathering a deadly pandemic and still plagued with political polarization and social unrest, we are invited today to remember how God has never ceased sending light into the world, as God did send the star to those magi, sending light into the world, and how God continues to send light into this country. Yesterday, we remembered St. Elizabeth Bailey Seton. Today, we direct our gaze on St. John Newman. A quick sketch of John's life from 1811 to 1860 tells us that he was an immigrant who came to this country from Bohemia, which is now the Czech Republic, he came in 1836. Having completed his theological education in his home country, he then set out for America to be a missionary in the New World. And when he got off the boat, he had one dollar in his pocket. He had come to serve the needs of Catholics in the Diocese of New York. Immediately, he was accepted by Bishop Dubois and ordained within a few months. And then he was sent to western New York, New York where he was a circuit rider for the next few years, traveling by foot, horse, and boat to areas around Lake Erie and Buffalo. And during this time, he met the Redemptorists who were working there, giving parish missions, and he was attracted by their dedication to preaching the gospel, by their prayer life, and their community life. And he was received into their community. For the next 10 years, then, he was a pastor in Pittsburgh and in Baltimore, And from there, he was chosen to become the fourth bishop of Philadelphia. He remained in Philadelphia until his death on the street at the age of 49. In the spirit of today's gospel, John Newman was a good shepherd, laying down his life by working tirelessly for his people. Though he was small in stature, five feet two inches has come down to us, he had a big heart dedicated especially to caring for the little ones that Jesus called his first disciples to have a special concern for. For Newman, this was the poor and the sick, but it was especially the immigrants. Some 4,300,000 came into the country during his years here, and he had a special love for children, for their children. There used to be a beautiful sculpture in St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City showing Newman sitting on a curb with a catechism in his hand, instructing a young boy. Bishop Newman wrote two catechisms, one in German and one in English. He also started the parochial school system in the Diocese of Philadelphia, for Newman education was a great concern. And he had this gift for languages, too. It went beyond his native languages of German and Bohemian. He was also able to use Italian, English, Spanish, French, and Gaelic in preaching, teaching, and hearing confessions. He took very seriously the words of St. Paul that we heard. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. I've made myself a slave to all that I might win as many as possible. He said more than once, language saves faith. And so he knew as many languages as he could master. Where did John get the strength to do all that he did? One of the sources was certainly the sacrament of the Eucharist. The nourishment he received there from the scriptures and the sacrament that fed him, this nourishment was with him until his final day. It showed itself in his having the 40 hours' devotion to Jesus and the blessed sacrament in all the parishes of his diocese each year. And so in this season of Epiphany, John continues to be a guiding star for all those called to pastoral ministry. He was a figure of zeal and dedication, of faith, hope, love, commitment, service. And may he intercede for our church here in his adopted country and inspire us to reach out in our day to the little ones, especially the immigrants at our borders seeking refuge, to build bridges, not walls, to take in, not turn away. And may he encourage us in handing on our faith to our children and grandchildren. By way of conclusion, if you have access to a computer, I invite you to go online and go to either Facebook or YouTube and enter the word Redemptorists, plural, in the search box. And you will find a St. John Newman Triduum, a series of three services with preaching, each a half hour, and then the Mass today celebrated by Redemptorist Auxiliary Bishop Bruce Lewandowski of Baltimore. All these will remain online beyond today. Each one offers a wonderful opportunity to learn more about St. John Newman and his relevance for our lives and our times. This is Father Jim Wallace at Holy Redeemer Provincial Residence in Washington, D.C. Thank you very much for listening.